Welcome to the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn Chong, business coach with Sit to Seguai. Here you will learn from entrepreneurs or side hustlers about their business journey, how they overcome their challenges to be a successful entrepreneur today. So, let's get started. Welcome back to Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I hope that you have had a great start to January. This week, I'm going to talk about seven financial success tips that can help you build confidence and manage your cash flow this year. I hope that you will take the time to really think through and really make this year a year of breakthrough in your finances. Firstly, this topic finance is going to attract a lot of energy, a lot of intensity. Some people think that finances could be in a scale of guilt, ego, shame, and others would think that it is status, freedom, power, control, and significance. Which scale do you stay in? I really want to hope that you are really evaluating your financial position and you are taking proactive measure this year to build a relationship that is so healthy with finances. I hope that the new year is a new you to help you stand in firm foundation for your finances. So get ready. Bring out your pen and paper and let's talk about the seven financial success tips that I'm going to walk you through today. Are you ready? The first one, let's calculate what is your income and what is your expenses. Income. Income is something that comes in to your account, whether you're paid, it could be interest, it could be a salary, it could be your dividends, anything that comes into your income. Let's calculate all that. Expenses, anything that goes out of your account, anything that you pay, such as your bills, your food, your gas bill, anything that you spend on memberships, all that fits into the category of expenses. Once you calculate all the income that's coming in, you then minus all the expenses that you have put together and minus them. Hopefully, your income will be more than your expenses. If not, that is something that I will encourage you to work through. The second part, your net worth. What is your net worth? So net worth is what you own in terms of assets. Could be your rental income, your share portfolio, your items that generate you a level of income that is appreciating with time. And then you will take the time to minus any liabilities, anything that you need to pay off, your interest rates for your rental property, anything that depreciates is a liability for you. So Put together a list of liabilities that you have observed in your financial position and then those assets value minus your liabilities equals to net worth. So that is the formula. Make sure that you do think about this in so much more detail because there are templates out there if you type in Google that you can use to give you a guide. Today, we are just going to really prompt you to start to think about 
those areas so that you can get moving and get interested in knowing your own numbers. The third point is, I like to encourage you to make a financial decision to commit to a date this year that you are going to be in a financially stronger position. That means that, you know what, you want to pay off something and that your financial position is in the green territory, not in the red territory where you are under. So when you are in the green territory, I can assure you, you will feel more relaxed. You feel that money is going to be really, really a position that will give you so much more comfort, so much more freedom. When your money position is in the red territory, it creates a lot of tension. It creates a lot of pain, a lot of areas that is discomforting for you. So think about a date and a specific amount that you want to get yourself into a positive territory so that you can achieve that. The fourth point. Now, the craziness in credit cards. Who is guilty of that? I'm guilty of that. In my early 30s, I had used quite a few credit cards. The one thing I do know about myself is that I always pay all my credit card amount in full every single bill. Every single bill. I'm so grateful for a friend of mine in 2000 that taught me about the power of clearing all my credit card bill every single occasion that I should not let the financial institution make money out of the income of that interest rates. Now, you know, interest rates, although it is low at the moment, it is still really high to dig deep into using more of your credit card amount and having to pay the interest rates because they are compounding. So bear that in mind and start to think about what other habits you can in terms of managing your credit card. You want to make sure that you pay off all your credit cards in full. Now, if that is not something that you are able to do that in the short term, why not plan out three months, six months, how you can start to clear off the entire credit card that you have pulled together and stop using them. If it is able, stop completely and disconnect yourself from any credit card accounts at all because they are not going to be ideal. They are not going to be ideal in the long term and that would impact your spending if you don't pay them in full. The fifth point, spending less than what you earned. It is an important point to consider because if you can create the habit of spending less than you earned, and what is a good amount to spend less? Well, if you are single, I would recommend that you spend 60 to 70% of the amount that you earned and save the rest. If you're family, you've got a household income, you've got kids, then I would encourage you to start with 10% first because Ideally, you put aside the first 10% of the income coming through, whether you get a payment every fortnight or every month, save, put them in a separate account. The way I structure it is that I've got two banks that manages my accounts. So my transaction accounts or my payments for all my rental properties, all are managed through CBA. In terms of saving accounts, I've got Westpac. 
That's because I've worked for two major banks and I'm very privileged to have those accounts. So I separate them in order for me to ensure that I'm building my financial wealth. So I would encourage that you do the same. Start small, put aside 10%. And if you can increase that amount, start to increase that amount. It's really important that you really study Point two that I mentioned earlier around what is your liabilities and point one, what are your expenses? If you can scrutinize the expenses that you have been spending on and you can cut back this year, take that courage to cut back and really, really reduce all the expenses where possible to make a huge difference. I can assure you and guarantee you that if you really monitor the spending, you will be rewarded in the long term. So the fifth point is spend less than you earned and that you put aside separate amount for rainy day amount. Now with rainy day account, typically we will encourage that people would have six months of living expenses that you can set aside for rainy day. Should anything happen, whether it's a loss of job or illness, you already have six months of income that can support your entire lifestyle. That would be ideal for rainy day because there are occasions where things break down and you need to dig deep into that amount. So think about when you can start to accumulate that rainy day savings account. The sixth point, compounding interest. This is a really important component around compounding interest calculator. If you want to dig deeper into the calculator, go into the Money Smart website where there is a compounding growth calculator that you can play with. You can start off with an amount and you can see, and as you change the interest rates and the term, by term, I mean the years that you invest in, the growth of the amount that you invest in the long term it is going to be exponential. So it's important to have short-term financial goals, medium-term financial goals, and long-term financial goals. That would help you create wealth and generate income so that when you choose to retire at some point in life, you've got finances to really help you through those years with ease, with grace. And the Final point I'm going to talk about is what is your money beliefs? What is your money values? I want to encourage you to really take control of all your finances and develop an awareness of your money beliefs. If you have got negative money beliefs that is holding you back from working through what you need to do in terms of your personal finances or your business finances, let me encourage you to use money affirmations to shift your money position because I have used that. Having been working in finance position for the last 20 years, I still carry some money blocks, money stories that I have not dealt with at the root cause. As a result of that, I had taken proactive measure to really identify any areas that is holding me back in terms of negative money beliefs and that I have used money affirmations to help me shift that. With that, I was able to pay off my home loan. I was able to create more wealth. I was able to attract more wealth and abundance in my account. 
I believe the same for you. Take control. Shift that story. Shift that narrative. You deserve to be wealthy on all areas of your life. In finances, in time, in relationship, in health. So look into taking more control about your finances this year. And I hope that this seven financial success tips will really inspire you to take action and make that extraordinary change in terms of your financial position this year. I look forward to hear from your comments. I hope that this part will really encourage you to really do something different that you will see the change in your demeanor, the change in the way you see finances going forward. And I'd love to help you. So I've got private coaching. If you've got any questions that you want me to help you shift your money energy to educate you about money and how to develop a healthy relationship with money, I'm your girl. I can help you with that. Check out all my website or email me directly. I'm more than happy to hear from you and I'm here to support you. Live a life of abundance. You deserve it. Thank you for listening. I look forward to speak to you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. We really enjoyed talking about business, life as an entrepreneur and fun activities beyond work. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful that you can share this with your friends, family and business network. Make sure to visit us on our social media channels so we can hang out together. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.